to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message. It's risen upon you. Behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. Okay. Beautiful. Thank you. Let us pray. Let us pray. Father, we want to bless your holy name. Thank you for the opportunity to be in your presence and to be in church. Let your kingdom come and let your will be done amongst us. Bless us, Lord. Bless us, Lord. Thank you for the spirit of grace, wisdom, and understanding, Lord. Thank you for strength. Thank you, Father, for giving us the spirit to advance and to advance with speed, Lord. We give you praise and thanks. In Jesus' name I pray. And everybody said, Amen. Thank you. God bless you. Take your seats. Beautiful. Good to see all of you. Um, you've done well. You've come to church on time. So everything is working well. Beautiful. Good to see all of you. And um, a few things to share with you. Um, I'm actually hoping that we'll be able to meet... Um, on some Tuesdays, um, till, till if you ask me now, and God gives us life and opportunity and everything, till around, um, towards the end of June. Okay, so it's not, I mean, May is ended, so it's just a few Tuesdays. Just so that, don't shout, our neighbors. What was I saying? Yeah, towards the, towards the end of June. Okay. And um, it's just so that we warm up towards life. Because sometimes it's not, it's not been easy being at home by yourself, isn't it? I mean, if you have missed fellowship. Yes. So um, I, was, I was asking some people from the working world whether they are still working from home and all that, because I knew some um, big names who said that they would not resume in-person work. They're going to work from home till sometime next year. Yeah. So I was asking, is that is that still the case? They said never. It has changed. Yeah. Google, for instance, I know have called all their people back. And then I was asking another person, and um, she said that, no, they've been told that. You see, initially it was like, I think people were really working well from home. Apart from working well from home, they were working for longer hours. 
you can call them any time of the day and they will answer and they will get to work. So uh, like, it's like productivity was higher. But they are saying that now, now it's not the case. And what, what, they, what they found out, something as simple as uh, you are at work and you need something, you can just turn and ask a colleague that, so what do you do with this? Or have it? That thing is taking her out now. So everything is rather becoming slower and slower and slower. And then the same, it's the same thing for church. You know, you think that we're in church, everything's working. I mean, we thank God for um, our online service. I believe that in the whole world, I don't think any church has done better than uh, what God has used our prophets to do and to achieve. Yes, to, I mean, I've really seen and admired the anointing on prophets' life more than ever during this season. I mean, how... You can see that God really calls a man. Yeah, he doesn't call a lot of people. He calls a man. And the disease um, just, um, what's the word? Grounded. Grounded everybody who thinks you're a powerful pastor, like you're preaching on something. Grounded everybody. And he left his man that he called. Yes. And he has held them. all, All his churches in the 92 countries has held them by through services. That's anointing. In case um, you don't know what anointing looks like, that's anointing. Yes. A lot of pastors, reverends and things, were frying eggs on Sunday morning. Oh my God, they're frying eggs. Yes. Frying eggs, uh, uh, drinking tea, watching church service under their duvet. Yes. I went for a while online service and I said to somebody, look, turn on that camera. No, I didn't say turn on the camera. That's what I mean. I think he accidentally turned on his camera. He had come into a, what do you call that thing? Guacenta beating. There he was under a duvet. I said, hey, who is that boy? Who is that boy? People in all sorts of positions that service was going on. Yes. How many of you remember some of the things you've done during this? Yes. You've been there. But, But it has worked, isn't it? By the grace of God, by the grace of God, by the grace of God, He's held us. So I'm saying, I'm saying, but still, you miss fellowship. Don't you miss fellowship? I mean, if you have missed fellowship, you've missed your friends. Even after church, you know, going to Peckham to buy mollies and Chinese. Yes, I mean, so those little human fellowship, I mean, in person fellowship, you also miss it and it's also healthy, yes. Yeah, we've seen a lot of weddings, but some people would have got beloveds if we we're meeting, you know, if we we're meeting. So your beloved doses has been delayed by a few months. But now that we are coming back, you will get a beloved faster than this. Because I tell you, he's been missing you. Somebody has been thinking about you and praying that when we, he said to himself, as soon as we resume, he's coming straight for you. So when you see that guy, please don't give him attitude. Just smile because he's been planning it all these months. All these months. He's been dreaming about you. And I know you've been dreaming about him too. So you just have to pretend as if you are not. But don't, just don't give him an attitude. Just smile. When you see him coming here, you just say, oh, hello. You don't have anything to ask. Just ask him, that, have you had your jobs? That's all. Then it's working. But be nice. Okay, so um, 
a few things, a few things to uh, share with you today. I'm sure I'll have uh, three points. I'll find three points and share my three points with you. So let's read um, two passages, then we can start talking. But I believe that it's been a blessed time and a blessed season. How many of you backslid? You don't want to say. Okay, I mean, if you didn't backslide, you've been on fire. Oh, you can lift up your hand. Right. <laughs> by the grace, yeah, by of course, by the grace of God. I mean. Okay, how many of you put on weight? And how many of you lost weight? <laughs> I didn't see the hands for weight loss. How many of you lost weight? Okay. How many of you? How many of you? What can I ask? I mean, if you got, got married, you had your wedding during this COVID season. Yes. Oh, lift it up high, high, high. You got married. Okay. Why, who is that? Why, why are people shouting? Who are you? You are who? George Williams' wife. Ah, but you just had a baby. Are you the one who had a baby? Okay, so you got married and you had a baby in COVID. What's your name? Paula. So Paula got married and you had a baby during COVID. So did you name your child COVID? (laughs) Corona. Okay. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Nice meeting you. The baby's called what? Covenia. Forgive. (laughs) Okay. It's a blessing. It's all a blessing. God has blessed you. Yes, God has blessed you. I hope you will remember God 20 years from now. You have to remember. Very remember to be stable. Yes. I remember the seasons and the times and what God provided for you. Remember how God provided a church and provided a husband. Or oh, you brought him. You met your husband in church, isn't it? Hmm? So you have to really, um, Pastor Daniel, you're welcome. <laughs> yes, you have to remember how God blessed you. 20 years from now, not tomorrow, 20 years from now. Yes, 20 years from now. That's when, that's when you have to remember. Because 20 years from now, you'll still be a fairly young lady, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not even sure whether you'll be 50 by then. You won't be, isn't it? Yes. So you'll be a very young person. I'm in my 50s. I'm still young, isn't it? Oh, you don't have to encourage me about it. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not a faith confession. I'm telling you what it is. Yeah. So it's not, it's not a problem. Yeah. It's not. 
But I think overall, I was asking, okay, people have married, had children. What else have I asked? What else can I ask? How many of you got new jobs? You got new jobs. Wow. Oh, how many of you got a new job? Okay. Then there was some. How many of you got a pay rise? Yes. Okay. Wow. Hmm? By the grace, oh yeah, by the grace of God. By the grace of God. It will be the grace of God. How many of you moved into new homes? New homes, okay. How many of you bought a new house? May the Lord give you houses. Yes. How many of you got a new car? Got a new car. Who got a lot of the Tulisa, isn't it? Yeah. Got a new car. Okay. It's fantastic. Who got it? Uh, my wife said I should ask you. I know if you got a new beloved. That means that you dumped an old one and you got a new one. That was her explanation. So. Okay, how I many of you got beloved? You got a beloved. You got a beloved. Oh, hi, hi. Why are you shy of? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Wow. How many of you also lost like a loved one? Somebody close to you passed away. Okay. Be comforted. Yes. I also lost my brother. Yes. You've forgotten, isn't it? You've forgotten, isn't it? Yes. I know you've forgotten. Yeah. So, we're all comforted, isn't it? Yeah, God comforted us. We pressed on. Yeah. A few days ago was exactly a year. Yeah, he passed away 20th May. Yeah. yeah. How many of you? Okay, I've asked about. Okay, how many of you gave birth? You had a new baby. Babies. Babies. Yes. <laughs> Babies. Okay. It's a blessing. Have I asked about weddings already? Marriages. Okay. That's the nice one. I like the marriages and the babies. Let me ask again. How many of you got married? I like that one. And then how many of you had babies? Ah, oh, sweet. Oh, yeah, Ben, you became a dad, isn't it? Fantastic. Okay. Isaiah chapter 9. <laughs> okay, how many of you joined the church during the COVID season? Is there anybody here who got born again joined this church? Or oh, you're all like serious Christians. It's like a serious Christians meeting. <laughs> okay. Okay, no problem. So the new converts won't be here. So, welcome to our special Tuesday services. Isaiah chapter 9. Um, can I have a verse? Isaiah chapter 9. Are you ready to hear a short message? Very, very short message. Okay, if you have your Bibles, find Isaiah chapter 9 in your Bible. 
Nevertheless, the dimness shall not shall not be such as was. I'm reading Isaiah chapter nine. Oh, the verse has come. Praise the Lord. Um, nevertheless, the dimness shall not be such as was in her vexation. When at the first he lightly afflicted the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, and afterward did more grievously afflict her by the way of the sea, beyond Jordan in Galilee of the nations. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them has the light shined. Thou hast multiplied the nation and not increased the joy. They joy before thee according to the joy in harvest, and as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. Is it making sense? Are you reading with us? At least you can hear words, isn't it? Okay. And verse 4 says that, For thou hast broken the yoke of his burden, and the staff of his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor, as in the day of Midian. Then verse 5, For every battle of the warrior is with confused noise, and garments rolled in blood. But this shall be with burning fuel of fire. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 5. For every battle of the warrior is with confused noise. Do you understand confused? Do you understand confusion? Anytime, anytime there's war, there's confusion. There's confusion. And then... One of the things that I would like to say to you today is that get used to the war atmosphere. Get used to the atmosphere of war because, you know, it's like, um, you know how your little child comes from school and tells you that somebody bullied him or somebody did something to him and is crying and you are standing there as a grown-up mother or a grown-up father, and your child is crying, and you are saying to the child, that, don't worry, it's okay. Or sometimes you say, who was that? Who was that? Who is it? Or oh, your teacher said this, sometimes the teacher said something horrible to the child, and the child is upset. And it's like, the reason why you are saying it's okay, because you are used to it. You know that, you know that this is life. You know that this is life, and this is how life is. Um... My children, when they tell me they are not feeling well, say they're not feeling well, they say they have a headache or they're feeling dizzy or something, then before I'll say anything, they will say what they expect me to say. Which is what? Do you know what it is? Do you want me to say what I, I usually tell them? Anybody who tells me they are not well in the house, I just say, no, go have a hot shower. Which they're not feeling well, they say, they, then they'll say, uh, yes, we'll have a hot shower. But it's like, daddy, but we are not feeling well. They say, have a hot shower. I mean, it's like, look, just go and stand on the shower. It will disappear. It will go. It will go. You don't, I mean, not feeling well. Not feeling well is not the end of the, of the world. Because we've all not felt well before. Have you not felt well and well before? Have you felt unwell before? 
Yes. I mean, there are, there, there are real diseases. So there are real problems in life. In problems, there are real problems. And there are some problems that are not problems. That is why I have, I have a problem with people who take time off work. Because they are not feeling well. No, I, you, I, you didn't know this. I've not told you before. I have a problem with such people. They are not feeling well, so I don't go to work. It, it, it's never made sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me at all. In, in the year 2021, you're not feeling well, so you are not. If, even Lemsi, there's Lemsi that you don't even need water. Pour it down your throat and get on with the job. Hey, all the things I don't look, I mean, I don't, it doesn't work with me. I'm not feeling well. So I'm at home, and especially, I'm not feeling well, I'm at home, and I'm at home with my children. Then you are very well. Because being at home with a child is a full-time job. I think it's someone's work. Someone is paid for it. Yes, it's, it's, really, it's really work. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to be at home with your child. So you see these people's big phones, and I can't go to work today. Then they're at home with children. Jumping, shouting, eating, running up and down like that. I mean, it's 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 not. It's a, it, it, as you grow up in life, you have to get used to some things. Yes, that some things are part of life. It comes, but you have to be used to. It. So it's saying here that every battle of the warrior is with confused noise. As soon as as soon as war begins, there's confusion. Yes, people get confused. People get confused. As soon as there is war, there is confusion. You can't, you can't even understand the sounds that you are making. I mean, perhaps, perhaps if, when you get a, another opportunity, watch a, a war mo- movie. And you'll see, or, and especially watch ones that are like based on a true story like Private Ryan. And you'll see the confused noise. And you see that really, this is what this is what it is. So you you have to. It's almost like you have to learn. You have to learn how to be sane and sound in the midst of war or in the midst of troubles and battles. Because if everything that upsets you is going to upset you and stop you from moving on, we can't work. We can't advance. We can't move on. That because it's like because of COVID. There's I mean COVID COVID. Run the whole world down to a standstill. But you will see that the experienced ones, the experienced ones advanced. They moved on. Because it's like, it's like life, there are problems. You can, so it's almost like, so what should we do? Should we wait? Should we wait till COVID goes? When is it going to go? Has it gone? It's still here. But you have to, you have to keep marching on and moving on. You have to find a way. You have to find a way because any time there's a problem, there's an issue. That's why, that's why I started all the things I was asking you. Um, have you done this? Has this happened? How many people? Somebody has married and had a child. And you will tell me there's COVID. We can't, nothing is working. Somebody has married and had a child. I've officiated weddings with six people. Six people, and I said, I thought I had a record. When I married, there were six people there, but there was no COVID. Just I didn't have anybody. That's what I had. 
six people, six, six people, including, including myself, my wife, Bishop Dag, and Bishop Joel. Don't tell me how many are left. <laughs> the six of us sitting there like that. And we got my thought because of COVID. It was because of that's what we had. It was the first wedding in the church. Yes. And we had to marry. If you don't marry that, the pastor will fornicate. Yes. So we have to marry. So that we can have my peace of mind and um, do church work. I forgot you why you smiling. <laughs> so you see, I'm, I'm saying something very, very important to you that every battle is with confused noise. Get used to the atmosphere of war. Get used to it. Get used to, you see, get used to, get used to battles and war and attempts, attempts to confuse you. Get used to it. Say to yourself, I'm not, I'm not confused. I'm okay. Because this is, this is how, that's how life is going to be. That's how life is going to be. Have you ever applied to flu or diarrhea before that? Look, I feel like having diarrhea today. You, go, you have a meal, you go to bed before you realize your tummy. What do you say? Do you say to yourself that I don't want my stomach again, I'm going to cut my stomach off. <laughs> so you say there, there are, you say there are some things, whether you like it or not, whether you like it or not, it will come, and it comes, it also comes because you are, you are, you are a living being. You are a living being. You are, you are in existence. You are in a real world. That's why some things come. You see, the, the, psalm, the, the psalmist, you know the psalmist, Psalm 23. The psalmist said in Psalm 23, he said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. I will fear no evil. How come such a beautiful psalm, starting from, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I mean, beautiful things that have been said. Suddenly he says that he will walk through the valley of the shadow. Because he knows that in life, you will go through valleys and you will go through shadows. It's, li- it's life. Come on, it's life. <laughs> it's life. So when you start, when you start retiring and giving up, Giving up at such moments, at such moments, then you don't, you don't. Then maybe you're a child, and you're like that little, you're that little year one child whose mother is picking him up and saying that my friend has taken my my um, my whatever. What I'm saying to you is that in life there are things that will be thrown at you. But it doesn't define you or tell you who you are. If you try and you give in to it, you lose focus, you lose your calling, you lose what you stand for. You know, I've been, I've been, I've been pastoring here in this country, here in this country, for 28 years. Thursday is our, uh, is it Thursday? Yes, Thursday is our 28th wedding anniversary. This coming Thursday. Yes. 28 years here. Yes. Yes. I've been pastor for 28 years. I've not had, I've not had certain challenges before. You see, but you see, what I'm saying to you is that you have to 
really see that in life if you give yourself to be distracted by the distractors. You lose your calling. You lose your ministry. You lose your sense of direction. You lose everything. That's why Isaiah 9 verse 5 is my introduction to whatever I have to share with you on Tuesdays. That every battle, everybody, what, what battle are you into? Battle of getting married? It's with confused noise. The confusion is, will I ever get married? Will somebody ever like me? Does he like me? Does he not like me? Who will like me? It's with confused noise. Ask the, ask the sisters who are married today that did they not think that would they ever get married? You should ask them. You should ask them. Every battle. And, and there are different battles in life. Different battles. I'm sure if the time permits me, I'll give you three battles. And then we, and then we close. There are different battles. There are different battles. Every one of them. See, the main thing I want to say, every one of them is with confused noise. Then you marry. When you, when you marry, the next, the next thing that is knocking on your door is, will I have a child? Two things come. Will I have a child? And will, I, will my marriage last? <laughs> Uh, yes and you see it confuses you you see but at each point at each point what you have to realize is at stake is your faith it's your faith it's your faith your faith in God comes under attack so look get used to the atmosphere of war get used to it get used to it we are going to aim for 1,000 micro-churches in the United Kingdom. 1,000 micro-churches. Tighten your belt and rather sit up. We are going for 1,000 micro-churches. And I'm saying to you that the devil doesn't like it. He doesn't like it at all. He doesn't like it at all. So when you say 1,000 micro churches, what we actually say is that we are ready for another battle. Another battle is going to start. Get used to it. Hey, hey, get used to it. Get used to it. Get used to it. That battles, that battles of marriage. Is the marriage going to work? Is it not going to work? What is going to happen? Now you've got the prince you dreamt about. You've got him. He's lying next to you. Then you, you start wondering, does he really like me? Is he going to be with me for the rest of my life? Does he like somebody else? Is he, it, it, he's lying next to you, but the person is wondering. As he's lying here, does he prefer somewhere else or me? That's what I was telling the young lady that 20 years from now, not 20, she should remember. Because there are series of battles. Can she stay in the church? Because that's another, another battle. To stay in the church and to stay planted. No matter what happens. No matter what happens. No matter what happens. That I will stay. Yes. Many years ago, many years ago. I can't remember how many years ago, but many years ago. It was in this little room that a lady came to see me. It was a Tuesday like this before preaching. 
What's her problem? She wants to, she's leaving the church. Why are you leaving the church? Why, why are you leaving the church? He said, it's like we don't have certain ministries. We don't have ministries for single mothers and for this. I said, ah, but, we have, but we have other things. Have you noticed that we have other things? Then she mentioned the church. I still don't want to mention the name of the church, but one day I'll tell you. Man, church, uh, this, when you're going to that church, you go this way. <laughs> you go this way. You go far. It's this way. It's far. Yes. Yes. Is the river this way? Is the river not this way? The river is this way. Is the river not here? The river is here, isn't it? Yeah, the river is here. Mm, the river is here. Yeah, the river is here. Yes, the river is here. Juju, please teach him some things when you go home today, okay? Please, I beg you. Yes, the river is this way. Yes, and I'm pointing this way. I said this way. I know where that church is. It's here, this way. Yes, the river is here. I mean, also, it's, it's like a little like this. Yes, that's where the river is. Yeah. But. You've remembered now, isn't it? Yeah. So no no river crossing. Just go. Straight go on. You get to that church. She said, so she said she's going to that church. And I said to her, not proudly, not proudly, but I said to her that you know, it's too late for you to intimidate me with church hopping. I said it's too late now. It's too late now because every church that you go to, you see a problem there. Yes. Everywhere you go, you there's a problem. There's nobody who is perfect. I said, it's, I, said, I said you should have come I told her you should have come when we had just started and I was really struggling and stressed yes when I preach and then people would tell them that they have the original <laughs> who is that they are still here they have, they, though they had the original they have, they, have stayed, they have stayed with me they have respected me and honored me and stayed with me yes yeah, they have stayed yeah, they, even though they had, they know everything that I'm preaching about, you know. But still, they like to hear me say it again, which tells that they must really like my voice. Yeah. So, God bless them. God bless them. God bless them with jobs and pay rises, and may their husbands buy them new cars. Yes, husbands, you have to move into buying new things for your wives. Eh? Things like cars and things. God, this is this is the life. Oh, this is the life that we are living. Yes, there's no other life. This is it. So you have to buy your wife's nice things and new things. Hmm? If your wife has never driven a brand new car before, it's time to buy a brand new car. Genuinely, not an arrangement. <laughs> Let's not backslide. Let me continue preaching. <laughs> Yeah, brand new. Yes. If your wife is not here, you should thank God. But if your wife is here, as you are going home, be praying about it. Don't ask her that. How did you find the service? Because this is the only thing she will remember. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Everyone, everybody is a confused noise. <laughs> yeah. 
So you, 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 you will discover that as we advance as a church, you know, like I was saying, it's like we are introducing a new battle. Get used to it. Get used to it. Get used to it. That's, how, that's what it is. Every junction is a battle. Every junction is a battle. When you see, when you see the battle, you should know that there is a new victory that is coming your way. There's new territory to take. There's new land to possess. When you see, as soon as you see it, can you imagine you are a soldier? A soldier is lying, is, is hiding somewhere, crying, saying that there's too much gunshots. He can't stand gunshots. You are not a soldier. You are not a soldier. One of our callings is 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 is, is to be soldiers. The man said, "We are like good soldiers, good soldiers." You can't be there and not act like a soldier. Act like some softy and be affected by every battle. It's with confused noise. Every single battle. Every single battle. I can list a thousand battles to you now and give that. Each one of them is with confused noise. Each one of them is with confused noise. Each one. When it starts, you see there's confusion. And even when you're a leader, when you're a leader and you're a pastor... You have to know that people will be confused at times. There will be times when they are confused. Sometimes you can try and unconfuse them. And sometimes you can tell them that choose. Choose what you want. Make up your mind. Choose what you want. Yes, choose what you want. Because loyalty demands analysis. Analyze for yourself. So you understand. there are times you say choose for yourself. You can't babysit you. But there are times too where you also have to... Unconfuse them or deconfuse them. Because <laughs> yes. the battle comes. That's the package. The battle comes with a confused noise. People get confused. Yeah. Do you know there's, there's a pastor? His church is this way. <laughs> People. You see, all these, all these things, all these things I'm saying, you see, I've not. I've not seen it before, but with time, this pastor, he's been here. He's been here for um, Catch the Anointing Conference. He's been here writing notes and everything. He called one of the members. He called one of the members. Um, we're in 2021. So it wasn't 2020. It must have been 2019. That's before lockdown. He called one of the members. He said to the members that leave the church, he said, he said to the person that look, God has finished, God is finished with Daggy Ward Mills. So I asked the, I asked the church member, so God is finished with Daggy uh, uh, but God has started with him or what? Is that what he's saying? <laughs> he said it's this way. <laughs> I'm not even sure whether he even has 50 church members. And he said that God is with him. And God is finished with Bishop. So she should leave that. She should leave. She should leave that. She said she should leave us because God is done with us. And I said to myself, wow, all this is, I've not heard it before. I've been around for a while. I've not heard it before. I've not heard, I've not heard certain things before. But suddenly I'm hearing some things. Yes. But you see, with the sanity that I have in the midst of the conflict, when I hear it, it just registers promotion. Advancing. It means you are advancing. It means you are advancing. 
Like somebody said to uh, one of the senior ministers in, in a certain country, who begins with one of the alphabets, he was having, he was having serious problems. Serious. Pastors can have problems. So, hey, you see, you think when there's a problem, it means God is not with somebody. But it doesn't mean that. You're a child to think so. You'll be a child to think so. I mean, have you not, have you not done an exam in class where you got everything wrong before? <laughs> Look, speak the truth and shame the devil. How many of you have done? If you didn't get everything like this, you got, you got a lot of the things wrong. Did you lift up your hand? Yes. But what's your profession? Architect. Yes. So can you imagine the day he got a lot of the... Did you get everything or a lot? I think about 85. Yes, 85%. It means that he had like 15%. But he's an architect. Yes. <laughs> yes. Did you lift up your hand? And, and what's your profession? Lawyer. Yes. Did you get everything wrong or most of the things? Most of the things. Yes. But it's, it's the end that counts. So when you see, when you see, it's when you're going through something. Or you see somebody going through something. Don't judge. Otherwise, you're a child. You're very childish. You're very child to decide that this is the end of something. Because what you can see, what you can see rather are the signs of a battle. And why is there a battle? Why is there a battle? Why is there a fight? There's a fight because there is land and realms to attend to. And therefore there's opposition. That's why there's confusion. That's why there's confusion. That's why there's confusion. When you see someone's marriage, it's like, hey, these people, they have problems in their marriage. You should rather ask yourself, why is Satan interested in their, in their marriage? Okay, let me give you the three things that I want to give to you that I can go home. Deuteronomy chapter 2. No, we are going for a thousand micro churches big time. Big time. Big time. Big time. Everywhere you pass, you see there will be a center. Get ready, you'll be powerful center leaders. And powerful but center leaders. Very, 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 very powerful. But you see, you have to learn, you have to learn to get used to the atmosphere of war. Atmosphere of war. You have to get used to be used to it. You have to be used to it. Don't be confused at all. Don't be confused. Don't be blown. You see, there will be casualties when there's war, but it will not be you. Yes. I mean, look at Israel and uh, the Hamas guys recently. They saw about 4,000 rockets have been fired into Israel. They have some casualties. But they, they are fired back. And you can see, you can see even their, the aim and the intention is to cripple the economy there. So you see buildings. I mean, it's like we are pulling down buildings. I mean, you haven't been, if you go to Israel, all these places, you can almost picture that it's just there. That's, these, these are the places that they are fighting. That's the place here, right? Now. Pulling down buildings. 
It's like in that, in that small opportunity, see, you will think that whatever caused the war is what they are fighting about. No, 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 no. It's just an opportunity to continue something. That's why, that's why those, it, it's like, no, we won't stop today. We'll stop today or we'll stop in three days because we have something we need to achieve in this window. There are battles. There will be casualties. There's been casualties. People have died. But the aim was not to kill them. So the aim was not to kill those people who had died. It's just like a side effect of things. So you see, again, when you see casualties, casualties does not necessarily mean something, something totally wrong has happened. Because there'll be casualties. That's a, a pray that you won't be a casualty. Because there'll be different, different types of battles and different types of wars. Hmm? Deuteronomy chapter 2. Do you understand what I'm saying to you today? Are you sure you understand it? Verse 24. Wow. It says that, rise ye up. Take up your journey. Take up your journey for 1,000 micro churches. Take up your journey and be included. Be included. That you will be a center leader. Instead of allowing people to give you topics to discuss. <laughs> Rise up, take up your journey and pass over the river Anon. Behold, I have, I have given into thine hand Sihon the Amorite, king of Heshbon and his land. Begin to possess it and contend with him in battle. Is, is, this, is this God or not? They contend with him in battle. Contend with him in battle. You know, when Christians become Christians, then it's as if such scriptures are not in their, in their Bible. Do you know when Christians become Christians? It's a sarcastic statement. When they become cowards and softies, or, Ill, or they are displaying immaturity and lack of understanding. Look, let me tell you something. Let me tell first. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you that you are in a church. You are in a church. We are not the best church. Yes, we are not the best church, but we have a calling and a type of ministry that God has given to us. It's one of the first things you have to understand, and the type of ministry that we have. Maybe attracts not just problems, not just problems, forget about problems too, but it attracts a certain or demands a certain way of operating. Yes, it's because of our calling. That's, that's what we've been called to do, that's how we are. That's how one of the former uh, instrumentalists was saying something once when he was here about things we should buy and things we should do. And I said to him that, look, and I remember that he mentioned Hillsong. And I said, we are not Hillsong. We will never be Hillsong. We are not going to be Hillsong. I have not even slept and dreamt once that 
we are Hillsong or we are following Hillsong or we want to be like Hillsong. Hillsong is Hillsong. It's a night that I've been to Hillsong. I've been to Hillsong at, at Hills. Yeah, where the church really is. I've been there. I've been there a couple of times. I've been church today a couple of times. I've gone for their Christmas service, Christmas Eve service. I've been there. I mean, I've been there. You two, you'll be there, okay? Yeah, you two plan and go. I mean, plan and take your family for something. You two do something. <laughs> oh, what was I saying before Hillsong came? Yes, we are not. You see, because, because Hillsong has a vision. They have a vision and an aim. I don't know whether it's still the same, but the point is like music was their main strength and mainstay of the church. You can't import that everywhere. You see that we are not like Hillsong. No, you don't need to be a rocket scientist to figure that out. We are not. And we are not planning to be. Have you ever seen me buy six guitars in one set that six people are playing? But you see that you hear some guitar. I mean, it's nice, it's beautiful, but it is not our thing. I hope you people understand what I'm saying. It's a beautiful thing, it's a nice thing. I really enjoy, I really, really, really enjoy the service. I mean, I really love the service. I even want to say hello to Pastor Brian. Yeah. I, I mean, I really enjoyed the service. It was nice, but hey, that's a song. Yes. This is UD. We have, thank you, we have 1,000 micro churches. Yes. Yes. So my aim here is not to raise guitarists. My aim here is to raise pastors, shepherds, leaders, preachers, so winners. Yes. Yes. That's that's the thing. Yeah. I like all that. If I could get, I've been I've been begging a certain man who told us not too long ago that he's an architect. Do you remember? I've been begging him that how can these windows be dimmed? Do you know why? If we can black out these windows, we'll shop for lights. When you come here, you ask me that is it hill song or not? <laughs> yes, we smoke. I've been asking him. I've even suggested I'm, I'm sure there's something that can be controlled remotely. Don't you also think so? Like these blinds, blinds that black outside. You just sit here, just press. They say to come in like that. For the room is black. Then the lights, and when the music comes on. People think I don't like it. It's not me. It's not me. It's not me. Because I know I can sit here with a remote in my hand and press, and something will be dropping from the you hear, you just hear the sound. Even before you come to churches, it would have come down already. How many of you will like it? Those in the front row look behind you, you see how those who will like it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. But I'm telling you that you see, so you have to understand. 
where you are. Because if you don't understand where you are, you will make comparisons. And the Bible says that they that compare themselves with themselves are not wise. The word is you have to learn how to stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Of course, everywhere you go, you learn some things. That's what I'm saying say to you. That I would like the Hillsonic feel. Do you know Hillsonic feel? Uh-huh. I also like it in the church. But it's not the main thing. It's not the main thing. The main thing is still the main thing for us, which is soul winning. And raising shepherds. When you come, when you come here, no, they say you're a shepherd. How many of you have noticed that they said that you're a shepherd? Even this service, I said, I want pastors and shepherds. That was, that was my announcement. That's what I want. I want pastors and shepherds. There's no music. There's no praise and worship. Prayer. Two songs. And then they say um, there's confusion. <laughs> if they get used to confusion. But you have to admire what you have. You have to admire what you have. You have to admire what you have. Admire what you have. Like what you have. Enjoy what you have. But what you have, you have it for a purpose. You have it for a purpose. Have it for a purpose. That's why. That's why you see us when we are praying. Flow prayer meeting. Have you ever heard us praying about weeks before that we pray for week that your week will be long out? You know, we pray for nations, Nepal. Vietnam, Thailand, we pray. Can you see the effort that has gone into it to bring maps, the cities and the countries and the population? It, it should, all these things should tell you where we are going and what we want to do and achieve. Yes. Don't we believe in marriage? We still believe in marriage. We are very pro beloved. Which church has anything they call beloved? Which church? We're into beloved doses. To be lavedosis and weddings. I went to a wedding about two Saturdays ago. I saw his sister. I said, Ah, but so when's your wedding? And she said, I don't have a beloved. I said, No, it's not true. She said, She said, I've never had a beloved. I said, Are you serious? I said, Somebody told me you had a beloved. She said, Never. They're not her. Because mm. she said, I've known her for years. So I've been wondering. When they said, We said, No, I don't have a beloved. I said, no problem, no problem. When I moved my car off, the first call I made was about it. I said, I said, there's a certain brother somewhere. I said, come on, link them, link them. Link them. It's called Shepherdora Linking. Yes. As I'm talking to you now, they are linked. <laughs> It's like it's like Bluetooth. It's like two Bluetooth. The pellings, the pellings are, are are connecting. I was asking yesterday. Yesterday I was asking. I said, "How is it working?" I said, "I, I heard it's working." I said, "Really?" He said, oh, "It's working. It's working. It's working." So it's not like we are against, you know. Into marriages, this and that, but the main thing, the main thing, when you come, you hear shepherd, you hear shepherd, you hear sheep. 
Now you see, you started hearing center, center. Some time ago, we used to, you reached the branches. We are starting branches. You go here, start the branch. You go here, start. Now the branches are starting branches. That is what is called centers. Centers. That's how you have, you see, the branches will become mega churches. But don't forget, it's going to be with confused noise. When they throw a bullet, boom, in the confusion. Still have your center. Yeah, that's the atmosphere. That's the atmosphere. In the confusion, just still have your center. In the confusion, in the confusion, still stand up and say, I'm a shepherd, I can preach. Yeah. So, the business, the business of war is to take new territories. To take things by force and to defend yourself. So let me give you three. I told you I'll give you three things, isn't it? Three, three battles. Yes. So the first business of war, first business of war is to take new territories. Joshua chapter 1, verses 1 to 4. If you don't take new territories, then we are not in battle. When you see the battle, when you see it gets hot and you see the confusion, it means that, hey, keep marching, guys. Keep marching. Get your boots on and march on. March on. March on. New territories. Take new territories. Take new territories. Now, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' the servant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise. Go over this Jordan. Move over. Move. Moses is dead. There's funeral. There's depression. There's sadness. God can say, now Moses is dead. Hey, get up. Move over the Jordan. Move over. Thou and all these people unto the land which I do give to them. To the children of Israel. Verse 3. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto, unto you, as I said unto Moses. Verse 4. From the wilderness in this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and unto the great sea, toward the going down of the sun, shall be your coast. Thousand micro churches. Are you coming along for a thousand micro churches? Are you coming for a thousand micro churches or you are resigning? Thousand micro churches. Yeah. Thousand micro churches. I would like to have, I would like to have a pastoral appointment service and there are one thousand people there. Wow. Yeah, there are one thousand people there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, about 25 years ago, it was a Saturday. So Saturday, and I was from a wedding, and I met this young man. He was young. I was young. He was also a pastor. I said the battle is with confused noise, and I just met him. And there was another senior pastor who told me he's been around for a while then. Around. So when this guy saw me, he just said, well, hello to me. That he called his senior pastor. He called him. I was wondering. I was saying to myself, well, he's going to introduce me to him. Then he just pointed at me and said, you see this guy? He's just joining the youth. He likes joining the youth. He said he's from a wedding. He's joining, joining the youth. 
joining the youth. Do you know youth? Look, I was standing there. I felt like someone has poured water on me. Like, I felt, you see, you feel so stupid. He said, joining the youth. And they laughed. The two of them laughed. So like, he kept he's joining the youth. It's like I don't have anything to do. And I just look for one young man and one young woman, then I join them. But he said, Thank God that I'm still joining the youth. This pastor, this pastor today, I, I officiated two weddings here. There was two weddings here. There was another one in Leicester, and there was a baby dedication in between. Yes, I'm joining the youth and they are giving birth. We'll join more youth. More youth. We'll join more youth. I mean, can you, can you imagine if I had felt that? I felt so stupid. I said, okay, no more joining of youth. No more pastor. These are, these, are, these are words of mockery. I mean, you're mocking, mocking, making fun, trying to discourage the person from advancing and from moving on. Mockery. Laughter. He's joining the youth. Say, look at him. He's joining the youth. Even my name was not mentioned that oh, this is Pastor, whatever. No, they joined the youth. The last time I saw joining the youth, joining the youth, the last time I saw him, he was stacking shelves at the Tesco towards Lewisham. I stopped there to buy fuel. And when I went in to pay, here is joining the youth, the pastor joining the youth. By then I had crossed on and I'm in full-time ministry with branches, with youths. He was stacking shelves, doing night job. He was doing night job. Yes. That was the last time I saw him. Yes. There's a Tesco this way. There are a lot of things this way, isn't it? But the sound was confusing. Now stop what you are doing. You can You are not doing the right thing. Stop what you are doing. It's, it's, it's like this is not church. This is not how to do church. This is not how to do ministry. You want to show me how to do church? You want to show me how to do ministry? You want to tell me what is right? That's how I would just tell you that wisdom is justified by her children. Any debate that anybody brings. Just relax. Let's watch time. Time will be the judge of all. When time comes, I will see who has taken the right path and who has taken the wrong path. Time will tell. But there will be a lot of junctions with confusion. You have to be steadfast. Strong. You have to be strong. Strong. Okay. Two. The business of war is to take things by force. You need force to take things. Yes. Matthew eleven twelve, And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. That's the word biazo. And we must fight because some things are not given to us unless we take them by force. There are some things that won't happen. Unless you push yourself into it. Those of you want, you want church growth. So if you say you want anointing, <laughs> you, you, you have to push yourself into it. 
It's not going to come. It's not going to come by, you know. Just sitting there, uh, uh, you see, that, that's being childish and thinking that it will be handed over to you. Some things are not going to be handed over to you like that. Of course, it's not going to be handed over to you. It's not going to be just thrown at you like that. There are things to do. Force yourself. You're not going to become anointed just by sitting there and saying, I, I, I want to be anointed. Then you are anointed. The kingdom. Permit, suffereth. And can you give it to us in a, another language? Let's see if it will help us. In English. NLT. Do you have NLT? Do you have NLT? Do you have NLT? And from the time John was preaching, he began preaching that the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing and violent people are attacking. It's been, you see, it advances forcefully. It advances forcefully. This, these are the things that I feel I feel when Christians become Christians, they miss, they miss these verses. All this while they've been Christians. So then suddenly when, when they, they want to, you know, then they think they've become Christians. Then they start, you know, talking in a certain way. But they miss real biblical principles or some basic biblical principles. It has been advancing forcefully. Without the force, it won't advance. Without the force, it won't advance. It's not going to advance. It's not going to advance. I mean, some things will never change in in your choir unless you change the choir leader. Yes. That's what we've said. No more hymns choir. We don't sing hymns anymore. I sent that message. Those of you who received it from your pastors, I sent it. No more hymns choir. All singers in the hymns choir, we're going to give you a nice, beautiful ministry to join. Yes, humbly join it because we are advancing. No more hymns choir! You've done your part, it's okay, thank you. I went to a church once, the hymns choir was bigger than the, the normal choir. And I said, there's something wrong in this church. There's something wrong. There's something wrong in the church. There's something wrong. An organ is not functioning in this church. Anyway, let's not go into him square debates. But we are forcefully advancing. You become quiet. No more him square. Yes. Hey, I tell you, <laughs> in fact, the road has to be dealt with. <laughs> Somebody has to remove the cover off and say, "Hey, it's an elephant." <laughs> hey, guys, I have five minutes to leave you, Sister Philip. I'm handing over to you in five minutes. Then the third battle. Are you ready for the third battle? It's the, the, the third business of war is to defend yourself. Yes. Defend yourself. You have to defend yourself from backsliding. Defend yourself from falling away. Defend yourself from becoming disloyal. Defend yourself from becoming forgetful. 
You shouldn't forget because see, when you remember, when you remember, you'll be stable. You have to defeat it because it's a battle. You are the one who will be confused. Yes. In this COVID season, people will say, Yes, I've been thinking, I've thought through things. And what conclusion did you come to? John 10 10. For the thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Yes. You should know the thief is trying to steal you away and to destroy you. But you shall not be destroyed. Amen. If the night you defend yourself, you defend the church. Defend the church. Defend the church. Let's stay with soul winning. Let's stay with establishing souls. Let's stay with raising shepherds. That's, that's what somewhere else we call leaders. We are raising leaders. Don't become, don't become handbag carriers. Nobody in this church should be, don't carry the handbag of your pastor or your pastor's wife. That is not why, that is not, that's not our business. It's not even something, it's not even a nice thing. Why should you carry your pastor's wife's bag? So that there is part of her dressing. Then you are following, you are walking behind her, you are carrying it. Of what use is it? Then she should leave it at home. When you are becoming, when you are becoming a serious Christian in this church, you are not going to be a bag carrier. Or a driver, a driver of a pastor or a driver of a pastor's wife. Then you come to church when service is over. And sit in the car and listen to all sorts of gossips and quarrels. That's demons that's being ministered into you. When you say you are becoming serious, let me tell you, hear me clearly. You are becoming serious in this church. You are becoming a soul winner and an establisher of souls. You have a center. You have a bacenta. That is what that is what we do. That is what we do. Reverend Alfred was my head usher. What's my head usher here? What is he now? What is he now? Look at the church he has birthed in Leighton. Leighton is almost synonymous with Alfred Gatti. Yes. Then I was talking to him seriously. Then he said, I'm not there anymore. I said, you're not there. So why are you? He's not late in your church. He said, I'm not there anymore. Somebody else, he said, I said, but late in, late. When you say late in, when I hear late in, I hear Gatti. But you hear that Ashes, organizing ashes to do this, to do this. It cannot be his end. It cannot be his end that he takes offerings. It cannot be his end that he arranges chairs in the church. It cannot be his end. Yes. Everything that Japan was also head usher here. He's a pastor. He's a pastor. People, people when you transfer him, there's great migration. <laughs> yes. One transfer that we try to transfer him. It's like a migration. Have you, have you ever watched wildlife before? When the, uh, 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 the wildebeest are, are, are migrating to the Serengeti. 
Me, I was transferred from this church. Nobody even followed me. I did, I mean, for two years, I didn't even get a text to say we have missed you. When I came to say it on a Tuesday evening, then they sent the text that we have missed you. I said it's too late. This one, we transferred him. God said, migration. <laughs> hey. You should see people, people's carnal selves have come. They were quarreling on social media. Over that their pastor has been transferred. I said, hey. I said people are powerful. But he was Masha. He was Masha. My main Asha in the system. And he was a good Asha. Yes. Good Asha, good organizer. Can't you see how he's broad? <laughs> Anytime I see him, I feel like putting my head on his shoulder. I say, ah, all my problems are over. All my problems are over. All my problems are over. When I say, I just say, ah, all my problems are over. Steve is around. My problems are over. And you see the width. He hasn't changed though. I don't know how his wife has managed to maintain it, but he's maintained the width. <laughs> when you enter into a, a sign, a sign of that you are serious and you are advancing, it's not that you are carrying your pastor's wife's bag. It's not that you are you are you are a driver picking up and and dropping off. Of pastor and pastor's wife and, and all sorts of things we don't understand. We, we can't, I, can't, I can't relate with it. When you enter this, you are becoming serious. Hey, you should preach. You should preach. They should give you a small space somewhere that you stand. You see, you stand, the people sit. Even if it's six of them, you arrange two, 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 so it looks full. Assuming, assuming this is your space that you have Just arrange two, two, two You can get about eight or ten here Then you stand here, that's your chance That's your, your rehearsals and your practice Advance the church Defend the church Preach to them Preach to them Preach to them Not carriers of handbags Carriers of handbags in there and drivers of uh, of the driven. Father, bless your people. Anoint your people. Give your people peace. Give them strength. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. See you next week, Tuesday. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.